Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. My name's Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor here, and this is... Annie Lahan. I am the family pastor here at Grace. Yeah, and we are so glad that you joined us. If if you've been on this journey with us the last eight or nine weeks, you mm-hmm. know we've been talking about values. And so we've, we are now diving into the five aligning values of Grace Church, but they are just wonderful New Covenant believer values. Yeah. Even if your church's values are different, it doesn't make theirs wrong. It's just, uh, but these are good values just to understand and to know mm-hmm. and uh, to grow in. Um, so we've talked about living under God's new covenant economy. Mm-hmm. And then we've talked about living connected to him. Mm-hmm. And now we are on um, the value of we get our identity in Christ. Yeah. And so um, tell, last week we talked in Genesis. So mm-hmm. maybe kind of sum mm-hmm. up... Uh, what it showed our original intent was for our identity. Yeah, so we have to go to our creator to find Mm -hmm. out who, like, what his intentions for what he created are, right? Like, we don't look at ourselves to determine what's true about ourselves, but we actually go to the one Mm -hmm. who created us. It reminds me, um, Pastor Steve frequently talks about how a vehicle doesn't determine what's true about it. It doesn't get to decide that it runs best with orange juice Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to gasoline or diesel, but it's actually the manufacturer who determines what causes that vehicle to run well. And likewise, we have to go to the Father to find out the original intent. So we looked at Genesis Mm -hmm. and we were looking at what the Creator says in the very beginning. And it was interesting because it wasn't just the Father that says, I'm going to make them in my image, but it was actually the Trinity Mm -hmm. all present making us in their image and the image of um, community and the image of wholeness. Like Mm -hmm. we were created in their image and their likeness in the beginning. And Mm -hmm. so we have to keep that in mind to determine what's true about us and what causes us to live our best lives, right? Like we have to go to the original. And and he and and they Mm -hmm. didn't even say we're going to make them. Yeah. It was like we're going to make them with this purpose. Yeah. For them to be in our Mm -hmm. image and our likeness. Yeah. It wasn't just dominion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man. We are created to be mm-hmm. creators yeah. in their image. And so if we are get our Annie touched on this just a little bit, but if we get our identity in Christ, that means the truest thing about us is what God says about us. Right. And in a couple of weeks, we're gonna even I, I made a note because I wanted to be sure and hit on it, but like we're gonna talk about what happens if we actually go to ourselves to yeah. find out what's true. Like mm-hmm. how do we recognize that? What do we do? And then how do we walk out? the higher reality that we talked about last time, you know, which is God's truth about us. Yeah. Right. So, um, so that's kind of where we're going, but we talked about in the beginning, the original in Genesis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then of course, sin entered the world, broke that and Jesus came and restored that. Yes. And so if we get our identity in Christ, we have to know what that means. And we also look for him or look to him for the mm-hmm. example, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we're going to look in Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to spend some time there. Uh, Matthew uh, chapter 3. And then also we're going to get into chapter 4 as well. And so uh, you want to read a little bit in um, starting verse 13? Does Absolutely. that sound good? Okay, it says, Then Jesus arrived from Galilee at the Jordan, coming to John to be baptized by him. But John tried to prevent him, saying, 
I have need to be baptized by you and you come to me? (laughs) I love this. But Jesus answering him said to him, permit it at this time. For in this way, Mm -hmm. it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he permitted him. After being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water and behold, the heavens were opened and he saw the spirit of God descending as a dove and lighting on him. And behold, a voice out of the heaven said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Yeah. So what comes after the word pleased? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) I was like, this is a trick question. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. There's just a period. Yeah. Right? Just a period. This is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Yeah. So, So take that, whether you're male or female, this is my... Beloved son, this is my beloved daughter. Mm -hmm. Insert your name. Yes. In whom I'm well pleased. Mm -hmm. And that, like, you can do that. Because Mm -hmm. if you look inside of Bible Hub and you look at the word son, it actually says that this includes the sons and the daughters that would come through Jesus' sacrifice. Like, we were placed in Jesus in this moment. Mm -hmm. Like, what the Father says over him right here is true of us. Yeah. Like, do that. It's biblically sound for you to put your name right there. Not only is it biblically sound, Mm -hmm. but in addition, it will change your life. Yes. (laughs) It's actually what he he did this for. So I love what he says to John, um, where John is like, "Um, Mm -hmm. hmm, no, you need to baptize me. Like, I'm fully aware that, like, I see Mm -hmm. that the Father is calling you his son. I need you to baptize me. I see my need of you. But Jesus wasn't getting baptized in a baptism of repentance because he was living a life life of sin. He came to show us the way. Right. right. He modeled yeah. for us what we have to do mm-hmm. in order for us to engage with this relationship that he has on offer. He's showing us mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. Acknowledge your need of God. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge, like, I have to lay down my life and pick up your life instead. Yes. It was the beginning of an invitation. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so legit. It is. So I want to read just a little bit of a social media post uh, from one of my dear friends. And he had communicated his daughter was getting baptized yesterday. And um, he was super excited. And um, wasn't I wasn't able to make it because of some family plans. But I love this description. And I want to read this for you because this fits so well. Now he's saying this to his daughter. He says, always remember You are a child of God in whom the Father is well pleased. Before you ever start a family, before you ever minister in his name, before you ever do the works that he created you to do. Oh my gosh, I get goosebumps like literally from my head to my toes. Always rest in his unconditional love and acceptance. If you do everything from a place of intimacy and rest with Jesus, you will bear much fruit. Wow. Like, is that not... Wow. Instilling and Mm -hmm. reminding her of her identity that's already instilled within her. Yeah. Yeah. Before you do anything. And so she's like 18, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. Before you do anything more in this world. Yeah. Always do it from this place. Always know that your father, God, is well pleased Mm -hmm. with you. Before you ever become a wife Mm -hmm. or a mom. All the things that were in her to do. Yeah. But not... 
who she is. Mm-hmm. It's not the, de- the it's not the definition yeah. of what makes her righteous. It's right. not the definition of what empowers her mm-hmm. to do those things. Mm-hmm. This is rest in who you are as a daughter of the yeah, most high. Exactly. And then the rest of that can flow out mm-hmm. in God's timing and in his way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's because she's going to walk like if she chooses to stay in that highest reality of her identity, being mm-hmm. in Christ as a son or a daughter, we're going to get into what all that means. Like, okay, yeah. well, why does our identity come from the Father if we're in Christ? Like, we get yeah. our identity in Christ. And we'll talk about some scriptures about how we were in Christ in Romans, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and, and some things like that, which will help. But also, um, like Jesus, just like Annie said, was the example. He mm-hmm. demonstrated where and how we get our identity yeah. is from the Father. Yeah. And um, do you have anything more to say on that little segment before? Not we... on that okay. segment. So right after this sentence where he says, "In whom I'm well pleased," mm-hmm. period. It then goes on to say in chapter four, "Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit." Mm-hmm. The Spirit. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. the one that led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Mm-hmm. So the Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And so we're about ready to dive into some scriptures um, throughout chapter 4 where Jesus's identity, like the identity that the father just bestowed on him mm-hmm. is going to be challenged mm-hmm. by the enemy. And mm-hmm. and these are the same challenges and struggles, temptations that we deal with mm-hmm. in 2022 mm-hmm. as Jesus did mm-hmm. as he was led by the spirit into the wilderness. Yeah. So, yeah. And that was his public affirmation of right. who Jesus was. Like I'm reminded before this, like yeah. if you look back in scripture, Jesus grew in favor with God and with man, mm-hmm. but he also committed himself to the word. Mm-hmm. Like he committed himself to understand scripture. So if he's being told by his father who he is and he's growing in these things, mm-hmm. he had an understanding even up until this point mm-hmm of what he was going to be asked to do and understanding mm-hmm. those prophecies that later are fulfilled, that right. he had a long time waiting yeah. between like 12, whenever we see him in the temple, mm-hmm. um, teaching those, teaching the people around him to this moment where he's publicly affirmed mm-hmm. by his father. Like there's a long time of waiting in between those two things of him learning and growing in the word. Yeah. A couple and decades. Patience, right. like the patience that mm-hmm. he waited. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he just got dunked in water. The Lord said one thing to him right. and then he led him out here. Like he had the word rooted mm-hmm. in him before right. this too. Right. He knew the truest thing about him. Like yeah. as God in human form on earth was what the creator, Elohim, that, yeah. that Hebrew word for creator, mm-hmm. said about him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, he did. Well, verse 2 says, this is in Matthew chapter 4, And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. So he's in the wilderness being led by the Spirit. He's fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And then... This happens. Mm-hmm. So going back to knowing who you are and living connected to the Lord, right? Mm-hmm. You when you when you truly fast, it's not just giving up something, mm-hmm. but it's adding something to 
your life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he added lots of communion with the Father in those 40 days. Yeah, totally. And so the very first one we see here in verse 3 says, Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. Mm-hmm. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Mm -hmm. And so, just like Annie said, he had had all of this time before his baptism and before being led into the wilderness Mm -hmm. to to have the scriptures, to have the word instilled Mm -hmm. in him Mm -hmm. as he's growing and as he's maturing as a human, Mm -hmm. even. Yeah. He's growing in favor with God. Mm-hmm. And man is what that scripture says. Yeah. And so right here, it shows us the first thing the, that uh, the enemy came to do was to tempt him in his identity mm-hmm. of, hey, Jesus, you say you're hungry. What are you really hungry for? Mm-hmm. Like, here's some bread, eat it. And he came back with the word. Mm-hmm. But for us, it is that same temptation. Mm-hmm. Like, I had to ask myself this morning, Hey, Gretchen, what are you hungry for? Yeah. And I'm not talking about breakfast or yeah. lunch or anything Soul. like that. Like, what am I craving? Mm-hmm. What am I hungering and what am I desiring? Mm-hmm. Is it the things of the kingdom? Yeah. Is it is it seeking the kingdom and his righteousness? Mm-hmm. Or is it being accepted? Or is mm-hmm. it uh, a longing for this and that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the same. I mean, yeah. Jesus Jesus went through the same things we go through. Yeah. And what the enemy does, like, he creates suspicion. He creates, like, there's an anxiety in the word if. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, it's not that Jesus could not turn stones into bread. We see him multiply food All, a lot yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> inside of um, the Gospels. But it's... Will you take what Mm -hmm. is yours as a son? Mm -hmm. What the word even says will be true about you. Will you take a hold of that and get it your own way and your Mm -hmm. own timing because you're hungry and you feel a physical need? You have a longing that is valid. Mm -hmm. Will you meet that longing in your own way? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, will you eat of the world Mm -hmm. and of the things that I offer? Or will you continue to eat of the things of the kingdom? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why don't you read uh, in verse 4, the second one here. Yeah. So in verse 4, Jesus answers him and he says, But he answered and said, It is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So he combated the enemy's twisting of the word with the word. Mm -hmm. Going on to the second temptation in verse 5, it says, Then the devil took him into the holy city And he had him stand on a pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus said to him, On the other hand, it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Yeah. So in the first testing, we saw the ambition, like what Mm -hmm. are you hungry for being Mm -hmm. tempted, right? Mm -hmm. Or I mean the appetite, Appetite. I'm sorry. Here we see the ambition. Right. Like, hey, like why don't you come over here and build this kingdom? Mm -hmm. Why don't you come Mm -hmm. and, and, you know... That purpose. Right, take hold of that. The purpose that that God put in Jesus. He Mm -hmm. was created with purpose. 
And it was his promise to Jesus Mm -hmm. that he would have the kingdoms of this world. And he's tempting him, will you take this Mm -hmm. and make this your ambition Mm -hmm. as opposed to your surrender and trusting that the God will build, that your father God will build Mm -hmm. in his way as you hear and obey? Like, have you ever seen um, it drawn out where somebody is like, here's point A and here's point B. And the fastest way to get from point A to point B is a straight line, mm-hmm. right? But the way that God frequently mm-hmm. takes us is like yeah. this. And yeah. then he's not about like efficiency. We eventually get there. Yeah. It's about the journey. And it's about maturing us mm-hmm. and conforming us to his image, mm-hmm. right? And all of those that he wants to invite mm-hmm. in to point B along yeah. the way. Like he doesn't mind making those pit stops right. because he sees that one. He right. sees Zacchaeus sitting in mm-hmm. a tree. Mm-hmm. It's not, I'm just going to put you at the top of this this pinnacle because it's about you just being elevated, mm-hmm. but he wants all of us. He's yeah. inviting all of us along the way. That's right. That's so, that's exactly right. Better. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, starting in verse 8, it says, And again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. (laughs) Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord God, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him only Mm -hmm. you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Yeah. So right here in this third temptation, like the the enemy was saying, "Hey, you, what? Whose approval do you want? Do you want? Do you really just want the approval of of the Lord, or do you want the approval of all of this? Like mm-hmm. everything is before you, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. um, it's the same thing that we deal with, like the appetite of what." What are you hungry for? Mm-hmm. Or or maybe even who are you hungry for, right? Yeah. And then the ambition of what kingdom are you really building? Yeah. You know? And then the approval here in this last temptation of mm-hmm. whose approval are you seeking? Mm-hmm. And right here, Jesus answered him with the word. It mm-hmm. has it has nothing to do with glory mm-hmm. and and uh, of himself, of 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 any of that. He was here on earth to glorify his father. Yeah. And that's his identity that he chose to stay in mm-hmm. instead of getting caught up in identity of of anything and everything mm-hmm. else around him. And yeah. it's it's stuff that we um we've dealt with. So I'm I'm gonna talk just a minute about chapter five and so on, but I wanna ask you this question before I do and then you can answer it after. Okay. So I I'd like for you to share with us where's a situation just briefly or a time Mm -hmm. where you realized you were hungering for something or Mm -hmm. you were building a kingdom that wasn't his Mm -hmm. or you were seeking the approval of others. Yeah. All right. So hold, hold it. I already have it. But, but what we see is after this, like the enemy leaves. Mm -hmm. And so the more that you show him that you are secure in your identity, Mm -hmm. like his voice tends to get a little uh, quieter and quieter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't mean you're going to have a perfect life or anything else, but Mm -hmm. it's like that armor, putting on the armor of God to withstand the darts of the enemy, Mm -hmm. the wiles of the enemy. Like it Mm -hmm. pushes back darkness when you stay in your identity. And then it goes on, um, like chapter five, six, seven, 
It's where Jesus began ministry. Mm-hmm. Like we see the Sermon on the Mount. Um, it's just a beautiful thing. And at the end of that, at the end of chapter 7, Matthew chapter 7, um, verse 28 and 29, it says, um, and so it was, so he's just preached this massive sermon. So he's gotten his identity bestowed at baptism. He's went into the wilderness, fasted for 40 days, tempted by the devil. The devil leaves him. Mm-hmm. He starts his ministry. He preaches this amazing sermon. Mm-hmm. And verse 28 says, And so it was that when Jesus had ended these sayings, mm-hmm. that the people were astonished at his teaching. Mm-hmm. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. <laughs> and so in chapter three, like he gets his identity and his, he knows his authority right. is in the one that is the father, the source and the creator of all things. Yeah. He, he fasts and gets alone with the Lord in the wilderness. The, the spirit led him there. Mm-hmm. And then the enemy comes and tries to test him and he withstands mm-hmm. and he goes and begins to minister. And the people realized authority. Yeah. Like when you walk out your in Christ identity. Right. You will walk in the authority and the power of the creator of the universe. Right. Without even, without even trying to, it's staying in that mm-hmm. mindset and mm-hmm. in that reality. Yeah. Super good. Mm-hmm. All right, what's your answer? It's establishing Jesus's <laughs> Lord, like that his father was his right. Lord, that he was not um, making his call mm-hmm. the Lord of his life. He was not making the relationships he longed to gain through that call, um, Lord. Um, and with that, like for me, the temptation can be, I know that the Lord has called me to minister within the church because I believe that if we're a believer, like we're all called to full-time ministry right. because you're alive and you're around other human beings mm-hmm. and we have the ministry of reconciliation. But I know that the Father has called me to minister the ministry of reconciliation within the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, and so for me, my temptation can look like um, desiring the approval mm-hmm. of the body of Christ and it's something that like I've operated in a whole lot of freedom mm-hmm. and yielding to the father. Like he told me before I came on in this mm-hmm. position where I'm um, walking that out right now in this role that I am called to be a daughter who yeah. makes living epistles through him. Right. Like, because my surrender to him, he is making living epistles through mm-hmm. me because I'm modeling what it looks like mm-hmm. to be a daughter, which is what Jesus did here. Mm-hmm. He modeled what it looked like to be a son, how to surrender to his father, how to resist the devil, who is a liar. Yeah. His his name literally means the one who severs relationship by accusing and falsely at, like bringing accusation. Yeah. But when, what happens when we come into agreement with him is it actually takes away the very thing that it promises mm-hmm. to give, right? Mm-hmm. So if we desire approval or if we desire affirmation and we agree with him, mm-hmm. then it actually takes away the very things that we already have. It's the same exact story that existed in the beginning. Right. And so like, if I am not re- relying on the word mm-hmm. that the Lord gave me in the beginning of this, um, and I look to the circumstances that are going on around me, I will start evaluating how do I need to make this next step? What choices do I need to make? Mm-hmm. Like what will be honoring to my father yeah. 
which I mean, wouldn't it be honoring for the father if Jesus turned mm-hmm. stones into bread? I remember being a little kid and being totally confused by this. <laughs> being like, why didn't he just do it yeah. to make the guy shut up? Like, yeah. Why didn't he just do it? And I didn't understand until I was older that this was questioning who he was. And if mm-hmm. you did something to prove it, you're saying, I have to prove it. Right. Whereas, like you didn't really have it to begin with because you have to prove it. Right. Yeah. Whereas the mo- some of the most radical warfare mm-hmm. we can wage is being at peace and not proving anything. And I'm reminded, I was rereading um, with Resurrection Sunday just this last week. Um, we, I was rereading the account of it. And whenever Jesus is standing in front of Pilate and some of his questions, he just didn't answer. Because mm-hmm. he didn't need to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Father... He stayed in his identity. Yeah. Who he was. Are we being still right now? Mm-hmm. Do I need to do anything? Yeah. Like, what does it look like for me to agree with you, not to prove something, but to rest in what you're doing mm-hmm. so I'm not distracted by what the enemy wants me to build or what looks good? Yeah. Because you shared like your struggle is approval yeah. out of appetite, ambition, and approval. Mm-hmm. But even what you just shared in that, like, it shifts over to like, are we building the kingdom of God? Mm-hmm. You know, so even the questions that mm-hmm. Pilate was asking that Jesus chose not to answer some mm-hmm. of them, right? Yeah. Like if we're trying to prove, not only maybe we be seeking somebody's approval, but we might slip into trying to build our own kingdom. Yeah. Manipulation. By proving instead of mm-hmm. like, instead oh, of I've got Lord's. a great point. Right. Let me tell you about mm-hmm. how right I am. Yeah. Let me tell you what the Lord said. Yeah. But sometimes he doesn't, it's not even about that. Maybe he's doing something that's totally not obvious and you just have to be still and remember. Kind of goes back to that path from A to B. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. All of this, because he wants to bring all of those others along with us. Yeah. Reconciling them to him. Well, thank you for sharing yours. I'll share mine real quick um, before we pray, but Mm -hmm. mine's probably appetite. Like, what are you hungry for? Mm -hmm. So... Um, with the with one of those core lies that I tend to fall tra- into a trap with, mm-hmm. that God's good to everybody else but me, mm-hmm. then it's like, man, I like I want what they have, and not even possessions, but like sometimes it's like joy mm-hmm. or patience, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so I want what they have instead of just realizing like God's already given that to me because He yeah. is good. And I just need to tap into that by yeah. um, being connected to him. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my biggest entrapment right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure when I get free from that, it'll be a different one. Yeah. Because it's the same ones. Think yeah. about struggles in your life and yeah. put that. So Matthew 4, 3 um, talks about the appetite, like uh, what are you hungry for? Mm-hmm. Matthew 4, 6 talks about the ambition, mm-hmm. like whose kingdom are you building? And then Matthew 4, 9 talks about the approval. Mm-hmm. Whose approval are mm-hmm. you seeking? Mm-hmm. And um, and sometimes it's our own approval we're seeking. Yeah. And I love, if you look at the definition of the devil, it actually says he's a predictable wind-up toy. And let's not forget that he was led by the spirit out mm-hmm. into the wilderness. Right. Like it's, he's strengthening the truth in us. Yes. Like, like when we work out in the gym, muscle Resistance. breaks down mm-hmm. in order to build up and be yeah. stronger. And it's not because he's trying to abuse us. He is trying to reaffirm in us, this is what's true. Yeah. So if Gretchen is growing in this right now, it is because he's a good dad mm-hmm. and he is wanting to affirm in her, yeah. I have this for mm-hmm. you. And so it is his gift to us mm-hmm. that we are growing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's beautiful. I'm going to pray for us as we hop off and and we get to continue this next week and talking about identity. And we're going to go ahead and take a couple steps further, get mm-hmm. into, <clears throat> excuse me, some stuff probably in Colossians and Ephesians. Yeah. It's all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, Father, um, like we thank you that you loved us enough as um, human beings mm-hmm. that you chose, the whole Trinity chose to create us yeah. in your image of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I mean, how humbling is that? And Father, we thank you just as Jesus modeled that we, when we stay in a posture of our identity in Christ, mm-hmm. nothing is impossible. Yeah. And so, um, Father, just as we go about our week, speak to us through this week. Mm-hmm. When we hear something and we're like, oh, I'm hungering for that. Mm-hmm. Or, man, I want to do that. Yeah. Or, I hope, I wonder if they think highly of me. Mm-hmm. Like, remind us of that. Mm-hmm. Discipline us because you love us. Yes, Lord. Call us up higher. We give you permission. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.